Detroit's number one for the gospel. You're listening to Worship Center Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dr. Rhoda Bird's show. Well, program, rather. It is a time to praise. That is our theme for this program today. And truly, I have a praiser sitting next to me. This wonderful prophetess, servant of the Most High God, goes by the name of Rosalind Seabrooks. She is Lady Seabrooks. (laughs) Her husband is Dr. Marcus Seabrooks, who is in the studio today. We've had the pleasure of having him with us on numerous occasions at conferences. Uh, we've watched Miracle Signs and Wonders flow through him and Accuracy and Prophetic. Actually, he was on a, another program with uh, Apostle Lee not too long ago. Mm-hmm. If you go in the archives, you can visit that interview. But um, we are here with his other half. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I am excited. I had to invite her on this show because... I haven't met many people that has the passion and the love of God the way that she does. Mm -hmm. Um, We were attending a meeting that her husband was in charge of, Mm -hmm. and the love of God just exuberated through her to where she ministered to someone who was with me. And such accuracy, preciseness, fully the anointing, I wanted that anointing to literally be shared throughout the world and so I have her here with me today yes. and I'm truly grateful to the Lord for her being with me oh, praise <laughs> God. you know Dr. Um, Rhoda one of my favorite passages of scripture is Psalms 34 it says I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth my soul shall make its boast in the Lord the humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify yes! me <laughs> and let us exalt his name together. And it goes on to say, because I sought the Lord and he heard me and he answered me. And he, yes. and later on, what does it say? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise God. Praise God. You know, you know. Um, we were talking earlier, like I said, to know God is to love him, and to love him is to fall deeply in love with him. And everything that you do and say, you want it to be accepted by him. Yes. That's what you do when you're in love with someone. You strive to please that person. You strive to put a smile and keep a smile on their face. Amen. Yes. It's such an honor to be here. I love I love you already. I just met you. You know, because your spirit, I can Thank tell you, you, love the Lord. You love the Lord. And I am so in love with the Lord that every day I wake up, I say, Lord, let me be an instrument for you today. Yes. You know, you love him just that much. You know, 
thank you. She love them. You love them like that. And it's just such an honor to be here. I, the honor is ours. <laughs> the honor is ours. So talk to me about what a lifestyle of worship looks like to you. Worship to me is when my feet hit the ground, I just go into to, to communication with God. I begin to seek God's face. Soon as my, I'm telling you, when the devil see me getting out the bed, he said, oh, man, she woke up again. <laughs> because I get up and I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I don't care what's going on around me because I know those are smoke screens because I know God is able to do whatever I need to be done for me. You yeah. know, amen, amen. So I focus on God. I begin my day with God and throughout the day I take him with me. At the end of the day, I get on my knees and I go to sleep with him. Because I love him like that. And when you worship God, it has to be real. You know, Yes. I can't wait till Sunday to worship God. Yes. This is a seven-day, 24-hour day thing. This is a relationship. This is a union. You understand? Yes. It's like I eat, I drink, I think God. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I think God. Hallelujah. My husband, I'll tell you, I can't go without worship. Yeah. That's me. That's who I am. And I don't remember exactly when it happened, but it happened. Yes. It happened. I hasn't I haven't always been in this spot. But you know, when you think about it, it's like, what was I waiting on? What was wrong with me? Because it's like I wasted time. You feel like that, you know, because yeah. once you know God, yeah. once you fall in love with Jesus, yes. It's like this is what I was missing. Yes. You know what? Um Yesterday when I was thinking and I was praying about this program, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said to ask you how the worship got you through some very hard times because you have a testimony. Yes, yes, yes. How were you able to still worship God through the trials and through the tribulations, through the persecutions, through the misunderstandings, through what was confusing and what seemed like it was going to be an endless situation? What started me off is that I was raised by a, a, a woman of God that was in love with Jesus. Yeah. And before I got to know him for myself, I remember one time when um, I almost lost my daughter. Um, she was, um, she almost got poisoned. She took in something that almost took her life. And I remembered my grandmother praying to this God that always seemed to be on time and got her through. So I began, I got on my knees and I said, I don't know you like my grandmother knew you, but I really would like to know you right now. Yeah. I need you. I need the relationship that, that you had with my grandmother. I want what she had. Yes. You know, and sometimes you pray for things and you don't know what you're praying for. I prayed for her wisdom. With the wisdom, I had to go through some stuff to gain wisdom. And and I don't I don't exactly remember when, but I fell in love with Jesus. Yes. I fell in love with him. I began to drink the word of God. I woke up with the word and I went to sleep with the word and and and, and even now with, with a daughter who's going through um I know I can't do anything, but I can pray. I can pray, and, and I pray for God's will to be done. It's, it, it's become who I am. 
whenever something come up against me, I go into worship. Hallelujah. Because it takes my eyes off of the situation and it puts it on the person in charge of my life yes. who can change things around in the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. In the blink of an eye. And all you got to do is call on them and say, not my will, Lord, but your will be done. And that's what I've learned how to do. I praise them through it. I praise them through whatever. I've been told that I've had cancer. I've been told that I've had MS. And to look at me, you know, I, because it's God. It's God. <laughs> it is God. I don't claim that. Yes. Because God knows the doctor that knows the doctor that knows the doctor. Amen. Yes. And and he controls all of that. When you give your life to God, you don't have to seek nobody else because God is in control. Can nothing happen to you that God don't allow to happen to you? And if he allows it to happen, it's going to work out for your good. I believe that the word says it and I believe it because the word says it. Amen. And it has proven itself to be true it's in your life. It's proven itself. It, I don't have to say somebody said and I found it to be true. It's right here. I can read it for myself. God says it's true. Hallelujah. And I rely on his word. I need worship. I don't know how people can go from Sunday and wait to another Sunday to go into worship. I don't need nobody to worship with me. I go into worship by myself. I wake up at four in the morning. I give God his. I go to work and I come back and I sit in that same spot and I wait on God to come visit me again. I love him like that. There is nothing comparable to the presence of God. There's so much fulfillment in his presence. There is um there's the liberty, there's a hope. Oh Jesus. There's a completeness. Um you feel free. You feel um I can't totally put it in words and I know you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. But um God in this day and time is our only hope. It's our only hope. It it, it, it keeps your mind um, at peace, but it keeps your mind together yes. when you're in a storm. Oh, like you yes. said earlier, you was like, you can't look at the storm. And we were talking about a scenario situation. Um, I, I just went up when you was talking. and you. It, but basically, you, we were discussing a person and you were saying, how could you not? Mm. How could you even blame God when you didn't listen? That's right. To what he told you to do. Oftentimes I have found lack of accountability. And I talk about this all the time. Even in other programs. Mm -hmm. It is so important to know what this word says. Right. And to follow it completely. Right. Right. To hear his voice and, and follow it completely. Mm -hmm. Half obedience is like none at all. And yeah. so then when consequences come that are not favorable. Mm -hmm. We want to fall apart. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know I found that oftentimes what people do is. They say, God, I know you told me not to, but now that I have, you have to bless it because you love me. Wow. Come on, you talk have about to this. Bless this because you love me. God said, I can't bless something that I don't approve of. That's right. I can't go against my own word. That's right. That's right. If I say, don't live in sin. Come on. You can't shack up with this person and ask me to bless it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's not holy. That's not holy. That's not holy. That's not and you know what? Um, I remember when we met, uh, when my husband was uh, preaching or whatever, 
and I met the young lady and 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 the reason why I knew that she was in pain because in 1972 I was only six years old she's talking about the last when I first saw you a couple yes. of Saturdays ago okay yes. go ahead um, I felt so much pain coming from this young lady and I I, I, I we were conversing but I kept going back and the first thing I heard when I walked up to her is who hurt you and I saw you look at me like, is that what she said? Did I hear what I thought? I, and, and I felt you, you know. Yes. And so I tried to focus on what we were talking about. And I was caught up. But then I heard, asked her, who hurt her? Yes. Um, I was molested by a really close relative um, that I trusted. And I found that oftentimes when things happen like that to children, and, and let's not um, just say it happened to girls because it happened to boys, boys as well. That's right. You know, women talk about it uh, uh, easier than, than men do. That's you know, right. so most That's oftentimes right. they're delivered sooner, you know, but it takes deliverance. But don't let me get off track here. Um, I want to interject just real quick. It was your favorite relative. My favorite. My favorite. We played together. Um, um, I trusted him. Um, and, and, and when it happened, I was told, who would believe you? Wow. No one's going to believe you. You know, I was the oldest, and, and I was considered to be spoiled, and, you know, this, that, and the other. But the problem came in uh, because I held it in. Yes. Dr. I, I, Rhoda, I actually held it in, and, and I didn't even speak on it until I was 18. Now, I buried it underneath uh, a whole bunch of things. Like, I failed in school, and, and it was just dormant, right? Mm -hmm. um, no deliverance had taken place because I was brought up in a church setting that, that they didn't speak on deliverance, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I covered it up with a whole bunch of stuff. But as a result, I could not maintain healthy relationships. You know, people would call me their best friend. I didn't know what a friend was, wow. you know. Um and, and and we're not even going to get into the 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 uh, marital. I I wasn't able to maintain a close relationship. I didn't trust anyone. I felt ugly. I felt, you know, um, disassociated, if I may. Um, so, but I couldn't tell anyone because he said no one would believe me. You know, the and, power of words. Yes, the power of words. But this is when I'm six years old. And it seems like just yesterday, you know, because this was my favorite uncle. The only difference was I don't feel the pain that I felt then. Now, why? Because I've been delivered and set free. And this is what I need people to know is that you don't have to carry that. How? Jesus. You do not have yes. to carry that. Yes, and the God. only person that can deliver you from that is Jesus. Come on. Amen. Come on. He don't want you to carry that. You, you're carrying around unforgiveness. You're carrying around pain and shame. And he wants to deliver you. Amen. Because I remember. Now this uncle ended up um, murdered. Mm. But even as a child. Let me tell you how strong pain is for a child of six. I rejoiced. Because I didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. All I knew is that the person who caused me pain, the person that caused me to feel ugly and worthless and, and, and all that was gone. 
and he couldn't hurt me anymore. Mm -hmm. Amen. But it left residue. Yes. Residue. I got angry at the people that I felt like should have protected me. I got angry at the people that I felt like should have known me enough to see, hey, something's changed mm -hmm. and confronted somebody, mm -hmm. you know. So now I, I'm not just angry at that person. I'm angry at everybody that I thought should protect me. Yes. And God is saying, let it go. Jesus. Let it go so you can be free. You know, and, and when I got delivered, oh my God, it's like, you know, I, I can't explain. It's like I was trying to carry a building. And when he lifted off me, I couldn't, I've been worshiping ever since. Hallelujah. And that's to say it hasn't been long. Wow. It has not been long. I carried that. I carried that for so long. To look someone in the eyes was a, a it was difficult. Yes. You know how you try to look somebody in the eyes yeah. and your eyes wrong with because you don't feel good about yourself. Come you on. can't love anybody else because you don't love yourself. That's right. That's you know, right. but when God lifted that pressure off of me, it's it's a freedom Come on. that I I fell in love with Jesus. Come on. I get on my knees and I said, Lord, I don't want to hurt anymore. Yes. I don't want to hurt anymore. Clean me up. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Clean me up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Make me free so I can serve you wholeheartedly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And he introduced himself to me. And my thing is, whenever I can share my testimony with anybody, and I pray that, that, that someone is listening, that, and I want them to know you don't have to carry that. God says, let it go. Anytime you think about it and you get angry, you're not free. Come on. That's right. That's right. Anytime you can't stand to hear that person's name, you're not free. You're not free. Anytime you have trouble connecting with somebody and having a productive relationship with anybody, if you're not able to do that, you're not free. Yes. You're still carrying around something that was not intended for you to carry. Yes. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. God yes. can give you the freedom and, and you will fall so in love with God that whenever you feel yourself caring something, you let it go. You let it go. You're like, God, this is not what you intend for me. Help me to forgive so that I may be forgiven. You know, we pray that prayer. Forgive me as I forgive those. If you're carrying around unforgiveness, I dare you pray that prayer. Mm. Are you saying, Lord, you don't have to forgive me because I haven't forgiven? Come on, Jesus. He don't want you to hurt. Yes. He don't want you to hurt. That's not what he wants Come for on. you. You're healed by his stripes. By Amen. His stripes. Yes, God. Oh. You have to walk in your authority. Tell the devil he's a liar. I'm free. Come on. Because who the sun sets free is free, free indeed. indeed. I am free. I am delivered. I will not pick up that baggage anymore. It it's garbage. It's stank. And I don't want it in my life. Let it go. Yes. And be free. Be free. Be free. This is the best I've felt in my life. Do you understand? <laughs> How are you staying free? I'm staying in worship. And I'm in love with God. I stay in his word. It's a daily walk. Yes, you know, is. it's a daily walk. You can't just read the Bible through one year and then say, okay, I'm delivered. I'm free. He said, hide the word in your heart that you may not sin against me. Um, I know 
that, that every day I have to pray for forgiveness. Because we do things, we offend people without knowing it or whatever. That's you know? right. And I, my, I aim to always bring up, put a smile on God's face. I imagine him smiling. <laughs> you know, when, when I do something and, 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 and deny something that I'm supposed to stay away from, I can picture my God smiling at me. I stay free because I stay in his word. Yes. I, I, I kept myself around like-minded people. Yes. You know, it's dangerous to walk in the poison ivory and, and not expect to get it on you. Amen. So, so I stay under the umbrella. I stay under the umbrella. Who wants to walk from underneath the umbrella when it's keeping the rain from falling on your head and getting you wet and, and just walk in the rain, especially not with my hair. <laughs> you got beautiful hair. Lord, I'm going to get wet. <laughs> so I stay in his word. I, 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 I stay in his word. Yeah. I, 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 and I thank him for keeping his angels of protection encamped all about me, you know. Um, it's easy to forget what God has brought you through, you know. But then eventually you stop praising him because of what he's done. You praise him simply because you love him. Yes, who he is. You know, you yes. pray him because of who he is. You praise him. Yeah. You praise him. You, you don't praise him because you want this new car or you need another house. Because you say, Lord, let your will be done. It's a reason why you're letting Amen. Certain things happen. Because if he wants you to have it, he'll make provisions for it. He will. That's what he does for Amen. us. You know, I stopped asking why. And now I ask, what What do you want me to do? Now, how, how this is so powerful. I'm enjoying, I could, I could just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> but the Holy Spirit's cooking me. How are you able to differentiate when is the Lord holding something up and when is the enemy? See, that's why it's important to have a personal relationship with God. He said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they do not answer. You have to know God's voice. If it don't line up with the word, it's not God. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It, it, it's simply, it, it's simple. It's not God. Everything that's good comes from God. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now, sometimes you may pray for something and you don't get it. Either it's not time or it's not good for you, you know. Um, but you can't say, okay, Lord, I'm going to help you. God don't need your help. No, he doesn't. He don't need your help to no, do he nothing. That's right. So um, it's, it's, you, you just have to have your own relationship with God. It's true. You know, I, I was talking to you about something that I really um, talk about, but I felt comfortable in discussing this with you. Oftentimes, um, God is blamed for things that he didn't do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and parts of me want to say so bad, you don't live for God, yet you call on him the moment you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you call on Satan? You, you live for him. You do everything that the enemy tells you. Mm -hmm. You're led by this demonic spirit. Mm -hmm. And when Satan comes in and bring the consequences of listening to his voice versus God's voice, you're upset with God. Lord, why did you let this happen? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? I'm sorry. That's right. Why is he being blamed for something that he didn't even... He's telling you to come away, come out from among them and be ye separated. Mm -hmm. And you still want to be with the same people that is not edifying him. And you know the word tells us it's better to be hot or cold, but not lukewarm. Oh, come on. He will spit you out. 
Yes, he will. You know, and, and, and I think, you know, um, some people don't know better, and some people think they have time. Today <laughs> is the day. Okay. And I promise tomorrow. You're not. And when I was young, I remember hearing God call me. I say, Lord, not today. Not today. I'm going to give my life to you. But first, I need this, that, and the other. Because I didn't know no better. You know, and, and one of the greatest tricks the enemy ever pulled was trying to make people think he didn't exist. Why? Because if he make you think he don't exist, then you're going to think God don't exist. God exists. Oh, yes, he does. He's real, and so is the devil. Yes, he is. Just as real. But the thing is, once you know the truth, you're held accountable. Some people don't know, and some people think they have time. Either way, it's not right. You know, right. all we can do is deliver the message for the Lord. And tomorrow isn't promised to anyone. You know, I had some people say, well, what you've interpreted, you know, what the body of Christ has interpreted time is off. You know, I've seen this and I've seen that. And it looks like Christ isn't coming to another 20 years or another 100 years. And I said, but you could die tomorrow. You can die right now <laughs> in the less than five seconds. What makes you think you have plenty of time? Even even say what your theory is, is true. Mm -hmm. What is the guarantee that you're going to live in the next two seconds? Right. You don't have to, You're supposed to live as if Christ could come through the sky at any moment. At any moment. And at the signs of the times right now is showing. Mm -hmm. We are very close to the return. Because yes, if he don't return, a lot of things we see today is just going to be gone tomorrow. Period. Right. All we can do is what God directs us to do. Yes. Now, whether they accept it or not, that's on them. But we've done our part. Their blood will not be on our hands. But when God sends you to someone and tells you to open up your mouth and say certain things to that person, that is not the time to say, Lord, not now. That is not the time to say, but what if? He said, open your mouth and I'll do the rest. Amen? Yes. That's what you're held accountable for. Yeah. Being obedient to God. Amen. Being obedient. You don't be afraid of nobody's faces, their title. If he sends you to your pastor, oh. you better be obedient, open your mouth, and let God do what he does. So you know you got some pastors that feel that's out of order. You did your you did your part. If God tells you to do it, I'm saying. I'm not saying if your flesh no, 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 no. to do it. I, I'm just saying that because I know what you're saying is yeah, accurate. Amen. But you know you have some people that think more highly of themselves than they ought to. And what the word tell about that, you know. <laughs> be ready to fall, you know. Be ready. That's all I'm saying. I hope you got a pillow underneath you <laughs> to cushion the fall, you know. It's true. Because he gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to the amen, humble. Amen. <laughs> I'm not concerned about what man says at this point in my life. I'm just concerned about what God holds me accountable to do. I'm living for God today. Yesterday is gone. I can't change nothing, but I don't have to carry it with me. You know, the scriptures come to mind, it's better to obey God than man. That's right. That's, That's the right. word. That's the word. Tell me, I was sitting here and I heard another question I asked you. So, what are some of the hymns, what are some of the songs that you would sing to help you got through to help you get through hard times. Ooh, I can't sing, but falling in love with Jesus. Oh, Smokey. What's this? Smoky? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, I need you now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can think of so many of I can't sing a bit, but it's a joyful noise to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
sounds good to his ears. You know? Well, he said, let everything that have breath praise that, And that's what I do. My husband say, can you praise him a little lower? I say, can you just join me in? <laughs> just join in with me. Because he has the voice, I don't. But, you know, I, those are falling in love with Jesus. Yes. Falling in love. Oh, I love that. With Jesus. Mm-hmm. Falling in love. Yes. With Jesus, falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I've ever done. Amen. <laughs> Amen. In his arms, I feel yes. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, that reminds me of a song. I remember because, you know, when you get saved, it's possible yes. to backslide. Amen. Oh, yeah. I found myself in a place. Um, this was before I got married, of course, to, to Prophet Seabricks. But um, I found myself in a place where I felt like I was in a dark place. Mm. And I remember sitting in a parking lot in my car and said, Lord, I just need to come back home. Mm. I don't feel your presence. I had stopped worshiping the way I did. The cares of the world was weighing down. And I would just sit in my car, and then one day, I, I mean, I began to cry out to him. And one day, I just envisioned him standing there with his arms wide open, and I was running back to him. Hallelujah. Running back to him. Jesus, thank you. And I was crying, and I was just worshiping and dancing in his presence. And I never turned back. Because I know what it's like to feel like you're not connected. Yeah. You know, it's like trying to iron your clothes and you ain't plugged it in yet. You come know what on, I'm saying? Come on. You have to be plugged in. It yes. has to be plugged in to work. Amen. I remember, uh, that's funny you mentioned that, and, um, but it was in my safe life. Uh, I remember the Lord not not being able to feel his presence. It mm. was like that for three days. You're talking about a void of... of I don't even know how to describe it. It was like to worship your way out of it. Yeah, cause well, you yes. know what? It taught me. Whew. I don't want to ever be in a place where I don't have you. Because I was like, where did you go? Ever. <laughs> I had this dream, and it's so awesome because you know um, God speaks to me. Yes, I want to talk to you about too the, the um, prophetic call when you came into it. How did you know? Oh Jesus, and, and I I didn't know what it was called. I just know <laughs> God talked to me. <laughs> Later, when I'm not so busy, I had this dream. It was it was a beautiful day. Um, I call it the journey of faith. I gave it a title. I do a lot of writing. Um, I was walking. Yeah. You are watch out for that book. We gonna talk about it. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it, was, it, was, it was such a beautiful day. The summer. I mean, the grass. You ever seen really green grass? Mm. Like it's not even like real. real lush. Yes. My mother and I were walking down the street. I mean, it was just so beautiful. You even felt, like, beautiful. And some, it was a, a light at the very end. It was You could see it, but it was a little further. We were walking, 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 and we were talking. And all of a sudden, my mom got quiet. And she looked at me. I looked at her, and she had this concerned look on her face. She said, you don't feel that? I said, feel what? You don't feel that dog biting on your leg. 
And I looked down and this dog was just gnawing on my leg. I mean, it was the flesh, everything. It was just showing blood was everywhere, everywhere. I mean, this dream, I haven't had it a long, it's, it's like I had it yesterday. Um, and I said, no, I don't feel that. And I began to look straight ahead. I was still focused on this light, right? And I kept going, I kept going, but she kept asking me, you don't feel that. And the more I began to focus on the dog biting on my leg and, and I saw the blood and he was like he was tearing at my leg. And then I began to feel the pain. Mm. It was like excruciating pain. Mm. I'm like, oh, Lord, take this away. It hurts. It hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And I heard a small voice that said, you took your eyes off the light. Refocus. Refocus. So I thought about it. I said, right. When I was focused, I didn't feel the pain. And I, I, I made myself refocus, and, and the pain went away and subsided. And I looked back at the dog, and I smiled. He looked up at me with this baffled look on his face, and I said, I don't feel it anymore. I don't feel it anymore. The dog let my leg go, and he ran away, and I continued on my journey of faith. Praise God. That is true. That's, that's a vision God gave me. And it wasn't just for one time. It was whenever I began to feel the pressure the cares of the world, you know, to just focus on him and the pain will subside. The worrying will subside. I live by that even today. Wow. Even today. You know, I want you to pray. Somebody's listening, viewing, or will hear this again because we have, we're in 80 countries. So there are people okay. all over the world and they listen in at certain times. Okay. They, I feel, still feel a struggle. Mm -hmm. I feel like. They're hearing you. They're connecting what God is saying through you. Mm -hmm. They want to come out okay. of this. I see somebody. <laughs> They're in. You know how you have the white coats um, that they strap you in right before they put you. Yes. Okay. Yes. I see a room mm -hmm. and it's white walls and they are strapped. They are mm. confined. Uh, and they don't know how to break free. Okay. Like. Hearing you have built up the hope and built up their faith mm -hmm. that they can break free, okay. but they don't they don't know how to break free. Okay, okay, okay. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Oh, Father God, I, I'm praying for that person who who can't see that light, Father God, who think that that that. That what's good for someone else is not good for them. Who feels unworthy of your love, Father God. Who feels unworthy of being freed from oppression, depression, Father God. Who feels like they can't forgive that person who broke their heart and yeah. crushed their dreams, Father God. Yes, Father God, I need you to reach out to that person, yes, Father God, God. and let them know that you're the same God today, yesterday, and forevermore. What you did for me and the other people that you've set free, that your arms are open wide, and all you want from them is a yes, Lord. Yes. Just, just, Lord, I just need you to encamp your arms around that person. Let them feel your love, Father God. Let them know that you are God. Yes. Let them feel your power, Father God. Yes. And let them cry out to you yes. like they've never cried out 
before, Father God. I just need them to know, Father God, that you're there, Father God, that you're a forgiving God, and that you're a loving God, and that you're just you're waiting on them to say, Lord, have your way in my life. Yes. That's all you want is a yes, yes, and you will be there right there yes. for them, Father God. Let them know that you're able to do abundantly what they ask them think father God that you are the God of miracles that you are the God of impossibles let them hear you father God before 24 hours is up father God let them cry out to you like they've never cried out before father God in the name of Jesus, Father God, I pray that shackles are loose, Father God. I pray that the chains are thrown off, Father God. I pray that prison cells are open, Father God. The prison cells of the mind, Father God. God. The prison doors in the building, Father God. I pray that freedom is spoken to their hearts, Father God. Your word says who the sun sets free is free indeed, Father God. I pray that for that person who's been carrying that load for so long that they don't even realize that the load is from the past, Father God. I pray that you help them to let it go. Let it go. Let it go and that you have your way in their life. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I just want them to touch the hem of your garment. Thank you, Jesus. Press towards you. And feel the love that they've never felt before. Because the love that you have, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother, no one can give it like you can. And so, Father, I thank you in advance for the lives that you've touched already and you will touch. I thank you in yes, advance yes, for the freedom that you're giving. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you right now, Father God, for the forgiveness that's taking place right now in the lives of the listeners. Yes, God. They're forgiving people that they didn't even know that they were holding unforgiveness for, Father God. And so I thank you, Father God. I thank you. I thank you that lives are saved this day. Yes, God. That salvation is granted. I thank you, Father God, for your unconditional love. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. In Jesus' name, I pray, and I thank you, Father thank God. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for souls being set free. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah. There's such... The Spirit of the Lord is here. Mm. It's such a powerful way. Thank you, Jesus. It's such a powerful, weighty way. I thank you, Father, for your glory. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray this anointing is going through the airways and traveling throughout. Your word said you sent your word and healed them and brought them out of their destruction. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel that that's what God is doing at this very moment. Thank you. His Thank word you. has been sent to heal you and bring you out of your destruction. Thank bring you, you out. You, bring you out. Just receive it. Just receive it. Just receive it. No longer resist. 
the presence of the Lord because of ignorance, because you don't understand what you're feeling, or it's scary. Hallelujah. We are to be in awe of God, but embrace his spirit. Embrace what he has for you in this hour. Praise God. You know, this has been beyond, uh, I can't even explain to you the joy of having the Holy Spirit speak through you today. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, I thank God for not missing, ever missing, and he didn't miss with you today. Oh, I had, I was Jesus. telling you earlier, I had got so sick, I felt like I couldn't breathe yesterday. And all I couldn't breathe, the Lord was talking about this program. Because somebody needed to connect with him and they were able to do it through mm, you today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, uh, Lady Seabrooks and I have plans this October. I want to uh, do a tea to help women who have been through some of the very experiences that you have been through. Yes, yes. She'll be able to expound more doing uh, a private session yes. on how God has brought her through it. Yes. There was enough given today to let you know what he can do. Amen. And enough given today to let you know that she can relate to a lot of the circumstances, the issues Amen. that's going on today. Amen. That you're not alone in this no, journey. No. There's people who have experienced some of the things that you have. Mm-hmm. And yet God has given them a testimony of deliverance to help you go through and Amen. come out. Amen. So, I mean, you have to tell the people. I know somebody going to call you. Somebody needs you. you, you <laughs> How do they contact you if they want to see you before then? You can contact me on Facebook at, uh, what is my, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Woo. Um, you got an email. Brooks and Rosalind Seabrooks at yahoo.com. Yes. Um, you can contact me that way, and I'll be more, I, I would be elated. To, to lead you to Christ, to, to help you with your concerns. Whatever the God, whatever God puts on my heart, I'll be there more than willing to give you what he gives me. And she will respond. I Send will. your prayer request. I don't often um, implement uh, there are times I implement to send prayer requests to certain places, but here I want you to know I believe that this woman of God will pray you through. Matter of fact, yes, we're going to have her on the prayer line. I don't know what day. When I find out her schedule, have her on the prayer line. I want you to call yes. in yes. so that she can pray for you. Yes. And then you, yes. it come expecting by faith to receive. Amen. But if you don't, Amen. we got the faith to believe God going to do it just right. because he's God. <laughs> come out and you'll leave with a whole bunch of it. <laughs> Ready to share with those who don't. Amen. Amen. This Amen. has been awesome. We're going to have her back. Um, I I don't know when. Well, we got to have her back because I want to talk about her book. Amen. And I want to talk about the prophetic gift God has given her. Because it's going to help some people that's in ministry or feel they're called to ministry, mm-hmm. but they're not sure. There Amen. are certain things I believe she can guide you through where you can get an understanding of your call. Amen. Amen. I believe that. So stay tuned to shortly... We will have her husband on Worship Center Radio Detroit. I don't know the name of his program yet, (laughs) but he's here. And so we're going to talk about that and it'll be up on our website and we'll go from there. But this has been Dr. Rhoda and Lady Seabrooks, Rosalind Seabrooks. Again, you can go to the website or you can email her your prayer request, words of encouragement, you know, contact her, love gifts. (laughs) 
<laughs> she can tell y'all to send them love gifts. Amen. <laughs> we believe in love gifts. We do. Amen. We do. Amen. We do. We do. Because we can't pay for the gospel. No, we can't. We can't. But we can always say, hey, I love you, sis. Keep doing what you're doing. That's right. So we just bless God for you. This has been Dr. Rhoda. Um, share, share, share the archives, the SoundCloud, the YouTube. It should be up in a little bit. Um, you can go to wcrdetroit.net and look up um, Dr. Rhoda Bird, A Time to Praise, the image. Click on that image. It'll go to my page, and then you'll see archives and share. And we have an app. We have an app. Woo! Prophet Blessing. So you can go on our website, download the app too, and check out the archives there. We love you, appreciate you, and see you you next week at 1 o'clock. More of your favorite music on Detroit's number one for the gospel. Worship Center Radio.